0: That's
1: my Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 54 of Tuesdays with Perry. We're going to get Perry on the line in just a second. Today, we're going to be discussing uh, something Perry dug out. It seems to be Meta and Facebook have uh, developed a new fact checker um, called Ad Fontes that was developed by this woman, Vanessa Otero. So we're gonna be discussing uh, her fact checking. It's really, she has developed a scale where she has listed all the media outlets, uh, all the media outlets, and she ranks the most trustworthy to least trustworthy, what's on the right and what's on the left. And we're going to go into that a little bit. We're also going to talk about uh, Trump. Uh, Trump's suggesting that Mike Milley should be executed. He's the joint chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. And also we're going to be talking about Joe Biden's nightmare election scenario uh, that might be coming true. Uh, the Democrats are in real trouble now. Just reported by the Gateway Pundit, uh, Joe Rogan said he would vote for Trump over Biden. So we're gonna talk about what's happening on the democratic side of the aisle going into the 2024 presidential election. And of course, we're also gonna talk about what happened in Canada in the Canadian parliament where uh, there was a standing ovation uh, given to a a Ukrainian Nazi who fought against the Soviets in World War II. So we're gonna be talking about all that uh, in just a minute. just happened uh funny funny i've been having terrible luck uh with with technology lately it seems like there is a ghost in every one of my machines let's see if we can't get perry on the line hello hey perry welcome back it's been a few weeks uh since we spoke welcome back to the podcast episode 54 of tuesdays with perry how you doing my brother
0: well i'm hanging in there rudy i'm driving through a a torrential rainstorm on i4 right now but as long as you can hear me clearly everything is good
1: uh, I can hear you pretty clearly. It sounds good. Um, let's get into the first thing you wanted to talk about was this Ad Fontes. I know you dug this out. Apparently, Meta and Facebook and a lot of other media partners have found a new fact checker. Um, uh, this this company called Ad Fontes that has developed this media bias chart. Uh, the founder, Vanessa Otero, Um is going to be the new fact checker, not Snopes, uh, not PolitiFact, but it's gonna be Ad Fontes. So I wanna talk about that with you first. And then we can go into uh, Trump's overwhelming support. Uh, it's, <laughs> it doesn't look good for the Democrats at all. We've uh, There's noise that um, even RFK Jr. might leave the Democratic Party and also you have, um, Cornell West heading up the green party and a lot of people just aren't okay with wokeness and the democratic platform, especially their economic policies that have a lot of left, a lot of people, uh, in the poor, ha- poorhouse, for lack of, of a better word. So I want to talk a little bit about that. And then we can get into the Canadian parliament that gave a standing ovation to Ukrainian Nazi Um, I might also want to get into some other things, but let's start with Ad Fontes. I'm sure most people listening right now haven't heard about this company and their media bias chart where they rank media outlets. And you can imagine where InfoWars is on this media bias chart. Um, uh, What do you say, uh, how did you discover this? And um, apparently Meta is backing it.
0: Well, first, I'm not surprised that Buckenberg would back something like this because it takes all the potential pressure off of him to call his organization fact checkers. He can just simply point to someone else now. So I'm not surprised about Meta doing that at all. Um, As for how I came to know about this, Next generation Snopes or Politifact or whatever poison you want to pick. Years, I was reading the Epic Times, and it was in a recent um, paper. And Reading this, and I'm going, WTF? And I, then there were links from um, the Epic Times to Brent Bozell's organization, the Media Research Center. And um, I think I sent you the link, and it was a very long-winded article that was written by uh, the Media Research Council. And um, it had to do with this woman, uh, Vanessa Otero, and her partner, uh, Brad uh, Bergen, which I don't know if he's related to Sergey of... um, Google fame, one of the co-founders of Google, but it is a Russian name, it is a Russian Jewish name, and I wouldn't be surprised if if they were brothers, cousins, fuck buddies, whatever. And um, based on the information that came out of the actual interview she gave to this writer from media research, um, she's a real blowhard. She she believes, you know, she's like Bill Clinton. She believes her lies, and one of them was, "We absolutely are unbiased because I say we are." Yeah. <laughs> and, and 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 um, you know, this this is exactly more of the same of the past twenty years. So, with regard to Ad Fontes, um, it is as you and I both discussed it's the Latin word for follow or return to the source. And um, that's what the word or words mean. And it's, it, it's fine to say that, but what are your sources? Right. These people don't even want to name who the three fact checkers are. Supposedly there's a fact checker from the left, someone who is, I don't know anyone who's in the center. Anymore, but there's someone from the center with their political views, and there's someone on the right. And it, what I found fascinating was how the Media Research Council took all of that data that Ad Fontes happily provided and broke it all down. And what they found was exactly what you and I already know to be true. They're biased. And they deliberately swing their opinion as a fact checker to the direction of everyone on not the left or lean left, but far left. Right. And and that's why I don't even think Infowars is on there. It is, it is, it's on, the,
1: it's on the low bottom right. I looked at their, the generations of all the graphs that they have and the first one looks like a, a college kid put it together. It seems very similar to stuff that I've seen before where um, little kids put to, little kids, college kids or high school kids put together these graphs or pyramids um, really talking, dissuading people from listening to anything um, from the right, you know the way they list. Correct. The Correct. way they list Fox, uh, Infowars was just an example, but that is supposedly the least trusted and the most far right. When actually, a lot of people trust that, and you know CNN is somewhere in the middle, and in their last chart. They have the Pew. Uh, is it a uh, Pew Research Center on top, and then right under that is NPR uh, or PBS, excuse me, um, and then of course AP, Reuters, um, which they know. Like I've, I told you, we discussed this today. The problem isn't always with the facts; it's how you characterize the facts, and. and B- mainstream media does this the most. They mischaracterize facts, just like Infowars do, uh, does, and just like other um, other media outlets do. But the funny thing was, in one of their earlier charts, they had the Jacobin more reputable than Politico. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what the Jacobin is? Right.
0: Yeah, I, I know of it. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's yeah. that's like the magazine for Antifa. Y-
0: yeah. Yeah, I, 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 well, well, again, facts speak for themselves. Right. Anyone, I don't care whether you're on the right or you claim to be somewhere in the middle. If you if you take all of this information, unbiased information, you know, numbers are numbers, right? You can't you can't make numbers lie. You can lie about the numbers, but you can't make numbers lie. Right. And and so. When you look at all of this, you know, I, I, I don't know how this woman, Vanessa Otero, can can hold herself in a conversation and not literally break into laughter saying, can you believe, believe people actually fall for this shit? I say, yeah. because that's how obvious it is.
1: Well, oh, yeah, because she's a, she's a young person who's opinionated about the news outlets that are delivering the news.
0: And, and, and the thing that bothers me about this, and this is something that you and I spoke about today, I want to know more about her. I know she's an attorney. I know she's full of herself. Uh, she has never stepped into the ring with someone who is diametrically opposed to her positions, because if she were, we would know about her by now. She has, she is one of these cogs in the, uh, Democrat wheel. She is the next generation and I want her exposed for the scoundrel that she is. And I want to know where the money for, for building this business came from. There, you know, even, even in the article written by MRC writers, there was no detail as to where she got her money. It's assumed, if you read the entire long-winded article, that it came from Democratic supporters, possibly Soros, but there is no one or group of entities or individuals that are named. And I think that's very important. I think it's an important uh, detail that was not left out on purpose, but overlooked because we need to know where this money is coming. Is it coming from Coca-Cola? Because Coca-Cola doesn't want... To be um, you know uh, bullied into some other position, just like they were with BLM, you know, three years ago. Um, I want to know what companies are are, are supporting this because we all well, know.
1: Yeah, Meta, based on what, Meta. What's there? She had a list here of corporate donors, and Meta was here. It's listed right on the website. Our partners, let me get to it here, Comscore, Meta, Newzella, Oxfo, RD, Pubmatic, Pier 30, Slightly, Xander, Zignal. So none of these other ones are even ring a bell. The only one we really have to pay attention to is Meta.
0: And And, and actually, it troubles me to hear that Mozilla is another one. Is it because that means that means the leftists have gained full control of Mozilla, and that wasn't the case as recently as even five years ago.
1: Yeah, still I still use Firefox.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And so if if they're backing this with dollars, then yeah, and 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 again, not to not to take too much time away from everything else we want to discuss. I'm really I'm really troubled by this because. This furthers the argument of those who do not want all sides heard. And there are more than two sides. Oh, sure. And they don't, they don't want anything except the narrative that they approve of recognized. And that's the purpose of organization like organizations like PolitiFact or, or Fact Check or Snopes or or now this most most, uh, recent come along, um, with, uh, Vanessa and her boy toy bratty.
1: Yeah. And um, Fontes here. because basically what it is is to disparage media outlets. And I, I come from journalism and I often tell my listeners, I'm like, look, it doesn't matter where you get your information. You should get it from a wide variety of sources. As long as they practice journalism, all it needs to be is attributed pr- preferably from more than one source. Um, And you should name that source, and there are many big, big, heavy hitters in the news business, like the New York Times, um, that use one source, unnamed attribution. Oh, somebody familiar with the matter says. I mean, that's bad journalism. I don't care if it comes from the New York Times that you're supposed to trust that they have an unnamed source. Or even it happens in politics as well when you have a unnamed whistleblower. How do you know that there's even a person behind these claims? You don't. Correct. So and there should be. It doesn't matter where it comes from if it's an unnamed source and it's a one-source story. Um, and you could source yourself. You could go to one uh, publication, see what they say. If they have one source, then go to another publication. And if they claim the same thing and have another source, then you've attributed it to two sources. A- and that makes it more of a fact. But my problem has always been uh, how agencies, news agencies, whether it's InfoWars or Reuters, is, or the New York Times, how they characterize the facts because it's not really up to the news agency to tell you what it means. They're just supposed to report what the facts are and it's up to you to kind of decipher what it means. And so this is just another way for um, places like Meta and, and, and on YouTube and what whatever that they can attribute and say, well, that comes from this source and it's not reputable because we say so, but these are the right. ones that are reputable and that you should pay right. attention to. Whenever somebody says, hey, pay attention to this and not attention to that, what do you think you really should be doing? You should be paying attention to what they're they telling you not to pay attention to because there's a reason behind it. Otherwise- unless.
0: Unless they claim to be unbiased, right? And this is the game that they have not only gotten away with, but perfected over the last twenty, twenty-five years. Right. Oh, we're Politifact. We have no no political bias. Yeah.
1: Bullshit. Yeah, but that's same yeah, thing.
0: Bullshit. Yeah. right. Same thing with Ad Fontes. Yeah. Okay, based on the numbers that you provide, your own numbers, it is obvious that. Your biases and the biases of your so-called three um, experts in, in fact-finding are biased.
1: Yeah, it's relative.
0: They are biased towards left thinking. Yeah. And and if they and to make the argument, well, we have a, a legitimate um, conservative. Well, I know of a lot of conservatives who aren't conservative at all.
1: Yeah, from the Lincoln Project okay. we're talking about.
0: Okay. Let's. Better yet, um, what the hell was his name from the New York Times? David uh, Brooks. David Brooks. Right. For 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 more than a decade, I was told by people in my own party how he is the only conservative writer and opinion maker in on on the New York Times uh, editorial board. There is not for for someone like David Brooks. To say to me, an average Joe Schmuckatelli American, when he talked to Obama prior to the 2008 election, he had a, a, um, a funny feeling go up his pant leg. <laughs> and, and for any conservative to make that kind of comment and come out in support of a Marxist like. Obama means you are not what you portray yourself as. And if someone like David Brooks therefore is the so called conservative on this three member panel that goes unnamed, well, why should I believe anything you say, Vanessa? You're nothing more than a Marxist yourself. Well uh, it doesn't matter what the truth is as long as you win.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and that's, you know, the funny thing was, I was just thinking is that, and I was saying this before, as soon as they tell you not to pay attention to something, that's what you should pay attention to, because the, right. way, the way the mainstream media used to be is like, you can pay attention to us, you can pay attention to what uh, whatever you want, we're not going to call attention to this or that, but now they're calling attention, and actually to bring up Infowars again, is that they would just ignore InfoWars until they couldn't ignore InfoWars anymore, and then they had to start you know, bad-mouthing InfoWars, which just called more attention to it, which would undermine their argument anyway. And the fact being is that as soon as they tell you not to listen to somebody, don't listen to Joe Rogan, don't listen to um, InfoWars, or don't listen to Tucker Carlson, which is the biggest one lately, don't listen to Russell Brand, um, that just makes... Hey, people- no, hey. Pay no attention to the man, <laughs> the man behind, behind the, the curtain. Right, exactly. <laughs> and, and of course, and, of course, uh, and that's what's going to draw attention uh, even more so. And as people do, they realize that, hey, wait a second, these people are saying all the mainstream media is lying. Maybe they're the ones that aren't trustworthy. And, and down the road we go. So I want to move into uh, politics here. A little bit. Um, I got a bunch of headlines here. And we talked about this earlier that the Democrats are in real trouble. There are reports that Robert F. Kennedy might leave the Democratic Party to form an independent ticket for the 2024 presidential election. You already have Car- Cornell West heading up the Green Party. He's going to siphon some votes away. So, you have ABC News saying Trump edges out Biden 51 to 42. That's a 10-point spread in a head-to-head matchup poll. He, um, he, he
0: only edges? Yeah, that's the whole thing. That's what I mean
1: by mischaracterizing. He says Trump edges out Biden by 10 points. It's actually nine points, but nine points isn't edging out. It's the way they characterize it. Um, the president's job approval rating is 19 points underwater, and we know it goes on and on and on um, that uh, just 37% uh, percent approve of his job performance while 56% uh, disapprove, and many Americans feel that they were better economically under Trump. Also, so my you... question,
0: my question now is, why isn't Wolf Blitzer on the screen every five minutes saying, uh, "CNN exclusive: the president's numbers have dropped yet again every five minutes, like they did to GW, yeah, right. or <laughs> what they tried to do to Trump in the last three months of the presidential." campaign. I don't see Wolf Blitzer doing that, or Candy Crawley, or any other of the, of the CNN scum.
1: Yeah. You have, um, you have a Newsweek reporting speculation that Robert F. Kennedy may leave the Democratic Party. You have Hillary Clinton Warning Joe Biden in private meeting that a third party candidates could prove disastrous for him as White House insider calls situation pretty fucking concerning. And then you have the UAW strike scrambles political allegiances. You had Joe Biden go down there and picket uh with the UAW w workers, but a lot of union people are are digging Trump. And that goes uh that goes against the old Democratic standard that. Union people, the unions are, are with the Democratic Party, but union folks aren't necessarily with the Democratic Party. You have the Washington Post reporting black Republicans are making ripples in state and national politics.
0: This, yeah. is, this but, is... But, at, at, but the, 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 yeah, the, the, the phenomenon of, of blacks not only entering but running in the Republican uh, machine is not new. No,
1: oh, well, it's new to the Washington Post because they've been calling Republicans racist for the past eight years.
0: Right, and 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 this goes to what you've been saying for quite some time now, Rudy. At a certain point, people, and by people, I mean specifically in this situation, black people, and thanks to Trump, because Trump, what did Trump say in 2016? He looked him right in the eye on the pulpit and said, what have you got to lose? Yeah. Haven't you? Aren't you tired of being lied to after 50 years? Isn't it time you looked in a different direction to yeah. create a better life for yourself and for your family? Yeah. And blacks with an open mind started listening. And yeah. now those very people are running for office. Look at Byron Donald down there in, in Fort Myers. This man is a powerhouse. He's a future senator of the state of Florida, maybe even a future presidential contender. He's young. I don't even think he's 40 yet. Imagine what people like Brian Donald or, um, oh, God, I just forgotten her name, the lieutenant governor of Virginia. Um, Oh, for God's sakes. Anyway, she's a retired Marine. She's tough as nails. And they've called her everything. They've called her an Oreo. And she just wipes her, her shoulders off and says, you think that's going to bother me?
1: Yeah, you got to
0: come up with something better than that.
1: Youngkin's lieutenant governor, right? What was uh, Youngkin's lieutenant governor? Yeah, what the hell? Uh, I love her. Um, I'm sorry, my recall is bad, especially when I'm on air. Um, and we have the Dallas mayor, Eric Johnson, who served nine years in the Texas state legislature as his Democrat, announced on Friday he's switching to the
0: Republican Party. That's right. That's right. And 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 so, what do Democrats say about someone like that? Oh, he was never a Democrat. Oh, okay, yeah. I got gotcha.
1: you. Yeah. Okay, you don't forget. You have uh, Tim Scott, and also uh, in Kentucky, the Attorney General Daniel Cameron. And I don't know if you've saw seen this young man. He's running for governor, and they love him down there. He's he's you know I don't want to use the word articulate, but he's uh he's a smooth character, man, and he's got a lot of. Uh, He's very young. He's got a lot of uh, political time in front of him. So it's, it's very, and, and very he's important. Just
0: like, he's just like Vivek. Yeah. Okay? So what, what, what can they say about Vivek, Vivek yeah. Ramas- So I like to call him Ramaswamy. Yeah. Um, they, they call him anything but what he is. He's yeah. an Indian American. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. He's just a mouthpiece for old white men.
1: Well, Joy, oh. <laughs> Joy Behar called him stupid. All these stupid Republicans. <laughs> what, what, what multimillionaire uh, do you know that started his own biotech company and now is running for president? Why, how is he stupid? <laughs> Not only that, but he wrote a book. So he wrote a book, well, started he, a biotech company. He must be really stupid.
0: And <laughs> he, challenged, he challenged Joyless to uh, putting him on the show with her so he could talk directly at her right. and of course there was no response
1: right of course of course and that's it's all it's all a a game of mind control and go into your subjective bubble and we'll tell you what to believe and even if no one agrees with you you should still believe it it's it's ridiculous right. and now uh, uh the rooster is uh, coming to uh, roost i guess And the Democratic Party... The chickens are coming home to roost. Right, the chickens are coming home to roost, and and now you see that... Everybody, and this was the facade, this was the fantasy they were projecting, half the country is on board with um, with wokeness and with the Democratic policies, and that was a fantasy, it just doesn't exist. Nobody was on board with wokeness, and you could see the pushback, not just from Republicans in the culture war, but Democrats as well. So much so now that you're having uh, Larry Fink say, we're not gonna use the term ESG anymore, and you have uh this other guy, Yasha Wonk, saying we're not gonna use woke anymore. We're gonna start calling it uh identity synthesis. Talk. And who was
0: it who was it that went after the term wokeness? That's right, it was Donaldus Magnus. Yeah.
1: Oh, and I don't think so, you I, I don't even think I don't even think you know this. You know uh 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 uh, uh Kendi uh X ex- ibrahim ibrahim x kendi the guy who started uh uh critical race theory uh he in boston he has he was given or he raised money to open this anti-racism center because he wrote this book uh, on anti race how to become an anti-racist um his and his little foundation there uh First of all, they took away the class on anti-racism. They just cut his staff by half because there is no longer a demand for anti-racism because people are finding out that racism, to the degree that they says it existed, does not exist. Correct. I'm not saying racism doesn't exist. I'm just saying to the degree where you have the president of the United well, States saying the biggest threat to America is white supremacy. Now, come on.
0: Well that's that's his his tagline but the other but the line a lot of these um crt advocates use is the term systemic racism yeah and every time that's said to me in that exact term i look at them and say show me where systemic racism exists Mm. what you're saying when you say systemic racism You're not saying the folks over at IBM don't like you because your skin is black. You're saying systemic racism starts in Washington, D.C., and it starts there and works its way down through corporate America and into our uh, primary schools. Show me anywhere that type of thinking exists. It doesn't.
1: Well, where it's codified. If it's systemic, you mean it's just what? It's all telepathy. It's a wink and a nudge. They're, it's not written down anywhere. How could it be systemic if it's not written down anywhere? It's right. not like segregation. It's all, all that stuff was written down, how it should be applied, uh, whether right. it was here in the United States or it's apartheid in South Africa. They must have had rules. By Democrats. Right. By Democrats. <laughs> right, exactly. And that the fact is it's not systemic because it's not written down anywhere. And that's the right. very notion of being systemic is having something codified somewhere. It's not. There's not a, all, every white man doesn't have some secret dog whistle, some some secret uh, you know uh, language, a sign language, or something where we communicate our racism. It just doesn't exist. Correct. Spe- Correct. Speaking of uh, <laughs> of codified racism. Uh, the Canadian Parliament the other day <laughs> gave a standing ovation for a Ukrainian Waffen SS officer, so a literal Nazi, um, for fighting the Soviets, fighting Russians, and so they all stood up and gave him a, a, a round, a, a standing round of uh, ovation, and even Trudeau calls praise for Nazi-linked veteran deeply embarrassing. This is from BBC and Politico is re- reporting Nazi-linked veteran received ovation during Zelensky's Canada visit. House Speaker apologizes for leading tribute in par- Parliament. The initiative was entirely my own, she says. What a
0: dummy. Well, my my only question is, uh, where the fuck was Greenblatt in all of this? <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, it was
1: uh, the leading Jewish
0: organizations
1: in Canada were the ones that called them out on it, so good yeah, for them.
0: Yeah, I, but I, I'm not talking about the Canadian Jewish organizations. Yeah, where's ADL? Where the fuck was Greenblatt? Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, he was too worried about um, uh, whatever he's worried about, uh, Infowars or whatever, yeah. or the latest... Uh, or was it Bill Maher, the latest person on the internet that, that is some sort of threat to the Jewish community, um, which just, uh, that doesn't really exist anyway. Maybe it's Kanye West, I don't
0: know. God almighty.
1: Man, well, that's the problem is it's not, it's not what the, they conjure up in people's head is this idea of skinheads with uh, Nazi tattoos. And I'm not saying these people don't exist, but they don't exist in the numbers that are any threat to any Jewish organization because uh, Jewish organizations far outnumber the fringe elements of, uh, of skinheads or, or, or white supremacist Nazis or anything like that. A lot of the um, actually uh, antipathy is coming from the black community when it comes to overall racism, whether it's towards Asians or to the Jewish community.
0: That's well, yeah, I'm glad you said that because that's exactly true. Mm. And um, it's very troubling for someone like myself because although I wasn't part of the civil rights movement, I was only in single digits when it happened. I was barely out of diapers. Um, How about now? My people had... <laughs> huh? so sorry, no, go ahead. <laughs> my, my people were not just closely aligned. They were arm-locked. Man. with blacks on in the marches like Selma Man. and Montgomery and had border cannons turned on them Man. dogs sticked on them we know about the the movie Mississippi Burning those were jewish boys that died down there in yeah. Mississippi yeah that's true trying to stick up for blacks who didn't who were denied their rights Man. under the constitution Man. by segregation it's that what what were they, Rudy? Democrats, That's right? <laughs> Democrats. Democrats. Yeah. Exactly. Okay.
1: Yeah, exactly. So,
0: so when I have my Jewish brethren being attacked in many big cities across the United States, whether it's New York, or or Memphis, or um, Pittsburgh, or L.A., I, and pick your poison. It doesn't matter yeah. where. Yeah. Um, and many times the attackers turn out to be black. I, I know the reason for this is because these young blacks are full of rage and it's directed at the wrong people because they don't know the history.
1: Yeah. Well, and also and, also it's, it's the same thing that uh, people that are abused when they're a child uh, become child ab- uh, abusers. And so right. if you have that chip, if you're worried that people are against you because of your race, then you may uh, strike out against others because of their race. Um, That's right. It's just it's a psychological dilemma, certainly, but it it, it isn't. Oh, the outliers are uh, white supremacists or uh, white anti uh semites. Unfortunately, well,
0: let's 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 talk about those two examples for just a moment. Let's talk about the the anti semites which do exist, and let's talk let's talk about the white supremacists which do exist. All ten of them, <laughs> and. By, by making this a straw man, which is what the Democrats have been very successful at doing, going all the way back to B.J. Clinton, yep. okay, who talked about watching, seeing black churches burn as a little boy, which was proven to be a lie. Yeah. There were no black church, churches that were burned in Arkansas when, when Bill Clinton was under the age of 18. Yep. Didn't happen. Yep. Okay? That was proven. But my, 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 my concern here is by taking this straw man and running with it, as the media has done, all they've they done is successfully divided the people. And when you divide the people, whether it's the United States of America or it's the Weimar Republic of 100 years ago, regardless, when you divide the people, only tyrants gain control. Yeah. And and this is a lot of what has been happening except for the four years of Trump's first term and hopefully will be rectified in the next two terms. But that has yet to be seen. All yeah. I'm all I'm saying is we need to address the fact that the media has has continued to lie about these so called um, boogeymen, and you know just like um, the Indian who um, he ran into um, one of the one of the stanchions I think at the White House a couple months back. Right. Somehow or other, this Indian was holding a Nazi flag in his van.
1: Yeah. Come on. Come on. Yeah. It's Come just. On. It just it seems ridiculous because that's what happened in, in Canada is that you, it, you have these fantasies that somehow the trucker protest was full of racists, where which it wasn't because they didn't know what else to call these people except for patriotic liberty lovers. Um, so they had to call them something. So they derided them as racist um, and disparaged them as racist because uh, Trudeau couldn't think of anything else. And meanwhile, the same people that are making up this fantasy, the straw man, as you call it, are are, are giving a standing ovation to to a, a literal Nazi. It, it, it's just it's absurd because you can't. Right. The problem is if you're caught up in your fantasy, you don't you can't see past your fantasy to the reality, and then you end up being the people that you claim the other is, which is
0: and and and. And this happens when you restrict free speech. Right, right, exactly. When, when someone with that type of thinking and that type of mentality has the power to control what the masses can hear. Yep. They have the choice whether or not, you know, freedom of speech means just that. I have the freedom to say whatever the fuck I want to say. But you have the freedom to say, I choose not to listen. Yeah, Absolutely. And when you take my freedom from me, you don't make me weaker. You create anger and hatred because other people aren't allowed to discern what the real facts
1: are. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's what freedom of speech is, is just as important as the freedom to listen. And that's what the Correct. biggest part of freedom of speech and political speech is obviously the the most protected speech. So uh, barring people from who, like Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is running for president, no, he can't talk about vaccines or he can't talk about his, his theories about why people are getting sick because that's always my big pet peeve. They're always talking about cures, but they never talk about the cause, why people get sick, why all these diseases are happening so someone's running for president but you're not going to let him get on a soapbox and talk about xyz because it's foreboding
0: not 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 only are we not going to let you be heard we're not even going to mention your name
1: oh yeah yeah
0: and and that that is something that you want to talk about (laughs) look if the democrats want to implode you know what i say get out of the way and let them implode yeah but if you want to anger me, look. There's a lot of things about RFK Jr. that I do not like. Oh, sure. But, but one thing I've noticed about him over the last ten years, he's willing to debate. Yeah. He's willing to say, "Prove me wrong." Yeah. He goes on the shows
1: that know they're to... Go- he knows they're going to censor him, and he goes on anyway. He go with his little and, folder
0: and, and, and all his data. Right. And 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 so. You know, when you look at the media, and this is one of the other things that I hope your your listeners will take away from this installment, is let's talk about numbers again for a second. When the media talks about Trump, they compare him to all the Republicans that want to be nominated president, want to be nominated for the office of president in the Republican Party. The names are are short because, you know what? Christy doesn't matter, and I don't care what the media says about Nikki. Nikki is polling in the low single digits, yeah. and every time I get a text message, I type stop. Every time <laughs> I get an email from someone in her organization, I tell them remove me from your list. Yeah. Okay, she's going nowhere fast. Well, she's not going on my a point, but,
1: on, yeah, on a platform of war. You know,
0: right? <laughs> nobody right, wants that. Right. Right. And and we're not even we're not even talking about what is happening right now in Ukraine. Let's just focus on for a sec just this second. Let's talk about how the media they love to talk about all the republicans running and how Trump's pulling away. Well, if Biden is the is the guy who's going to get the nomination, if they're so sure about that, why aren't they talking about how RFK in some polls is leading Biden? Yeah. Why isn't RFK's name mentioned? Why isn't anybody else's name? It won't be in the Democrat Party, right? Yeah. How how come no one? You're, you're talking about Christie, who's going nowhere. You're, you you know you're talking about Nikki. She's going nowhere. Yeah. And and you're not going to talk yeah. about the Democrats? Why is that? Well, okay? because that's their that's strategy example, to
1: ignore, yeah.
0: Right. That's an example of the narrative that the media is trying to portray. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and this is what I try to point out to people. Just ask yourself, why aren't they talking about all the world-class athletes around the world that are dropping dead? We just had someone this weekend, I think, mm-hmm. drop dead of a heart attack. He was... Uh, a, a retired, I think, NBA star, I forget, the name was only mentioned once, I didn't catch it. He he was in a yoga class and dropped yeah. dead
1: from a heart attack. He was 43 years old or something, yep. Right, 42, 43 years old. Yeah. In perfect health. Well, look at Bronnie. Dropped dead from a heart attack. Yeah, look at Bronnie James.
0: Right. He was How only come 18 he's years not years old? in the news anymore? Yeah.
1: Okay. I told my brother, I'm like, dude, don't he's go. Going, I'm gonna go out and get my booster. I'm like, dude, I don't want you to end up like Jamie Foxx. He's like Jamie Foxx.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. And look at how they portrayed Jamie Foxx's illness. Yeah,
1: mysterious illness.
0: Mysterious illness. We still don't <laughs> know what it was. Yeah.
1: No, do you know he he approached um uh was it yeah, it was Dr. McCullough. He approached Dr. McCullough. Before his episode, and he wanted to find out, because the studios were pressuring him to take the COVID vaccine, he wanted to find out the risks, um, and he approached Dr. McCullough, and then two weeks later, uh, he had his mysterious illness. Mm -hmm. So, and Mm -hmm. Dr. McCullough actually came out publicly and said that, yeah, I met with Jamie Foxx, he didn't really want to disclose what they discussed, but you could just imagine why out of all doctors that he'd reach out to, Doctor Robert McCullough? Correct. Man. It's crazy, man. It's great. It's all a so, straw. It's all a straw, man. And that goes back to your original point about Ad Fontes. It's all this straw man argument. First, you have to trust these new news organizations, and they're the ones that are going to mischaracterize the truth to give you this fantasy land. Uh, which just doesn't exist. I've been saying for years, I go, the overwhelming major- uh, majority of the electorate support Donald Trump and it hasn't wavered. And they're, these are dar- die hard MAGA supporters. I go, it's not. You go through every walk of life, there are people that appreciate the conservative populism. I would say it's even more libertarian. If, if you could go back and listen to um, uh, General. Um, help me out here. Um, the guy that got that got fired and was with the FBI. Uh, oh, General Flynn. General Flynn. You go back to him. It's all basically liberty based. This is all um part of uh you know the Patriot Block and, and the and the Liberty Caucus, the Freedom Caucus, and the Tea Party, and all these people, the Constitutionalists that just want a liberty based. Uh, political system where you you know you have your freedoms and you're left left alone to pursue what you want to pursue. Um, that's what people want. That's what the majority of people want. The fantasy is is that there are a bunch of far right, whatever the hell that means, you know, white right wing, far right wing people that want to do what that hate gays and blacks. I mean, it's just it doesn't exist. But what's on the other side? progressive radicals that even wonk uh, was talking about is the radicals are, are the progressive policies are so far out there that it's creating a reactionary movement, but the reactionary movement is not far right wing. It's, it's a bunch of libertarians that just, you know, leave me alone with my freedom. You have Joe Rogan saying, I'm going to vote for Trump. Now Joe Rogan isn't far right
0: wing. You know, uh, well, Tulsi tol- tol- Gabbard a isn't minute. far if, right wing. If, if, if Ag Fontes has anything to say about it, he is extreme right wing.
1: Oh, <laughs> if you look <laughs> at her chart, if you look at her right. chart, he is down on the least reliable. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> down somewhere around 22 point. Yeah. yeah, he's <laughs> the least reliable. And this is a guy that just has a podcast that has guests on. He's had... Right. Uh, You know, everybody on from uh, 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 Dorsey to, to, you know, had all sorts of different people. He had Zuckerberg on. How is he unreliable when he just says guests? He talks to guests. Oh, it's just opinion. It's like, no, people are listening to his guests. Are you saying all his guests are unreliable too? They go on Joe Rogan and they lie. I mean, that's not, you had Zuckerberg go on Joe Rogan and said, yeah, the FBI came and they were asking us to you know, suppress the laptop story. They said it's going to be Russian disinformation. That's disinformation. The Russian disinformation was the disinformation.
0: And it wasn't and Russian. Fucker, it, was, it was Western. But, but, but why did Zuckerberg go on Joe Rogan's show and say that? Because yeah. the cat was out of the bag, yeah. and he had to save what little face he had left because there was the risk that his his company might not fully recover yeah. from the losses it was taking yeah. from that whole episode. Yeah. That's why he went on to Joe Rogan because he knew for the most part, the, the vast majority of the lame brain media, we're not going to cover the story. They're just, they would say he went on, on Joe Rogan's show and, and spoke about the misinformation that took place over the course of the 2020 election. Yeah. That's how they would spin it. Yeah, and that course. would be the end of the story.
1: Yeah. Mischaracterize. I don't I don't right. use the word spin now because they they use that it goes back and forth everybody spins it uh, but you know political people spin the news but it's actually the the mainstream news that mischaracterizes facts to tell you they mean this when they actually mean that. I think we got to call it there man. We're at uh, 40 minutes. Um you got anything else to add before we leave?
0: No, uh, matter of fact, I think I've gone as far as I want to go tonight. Because, (laughs) well, we we appreciate
1: you coming on and bringing uh, Ad Fontes um, to the forefront here. So, uh, everybody out there, look into Ad Fontes. It's A D F O N T E S, and the woman that is heading up that organization again. What was her name?
0: Vanessa Otero.
1: Vanessa Otero. So check out their uh, media bias chart. And see where the real bias is is coming from the chart itself. So, I really appreciate you coming on again. Great to talk to you again. I know it's been a few weeks, and uh, we'll try to get together next week and uh, chat some more.
0: Sounds great, Rudy. Get better, okay? All right, uh, I should be
1: on the mend, and we'll retest tomorrow. Thanks, man.
0: All right, take care now. We'll see you. Bye, bye.
1: Well, there goes uh, there goes Perry from Florida. Tuesdays with Perry. Uh, Episode 54, finally we got together and we were able to chat a little bit. We were talking uh, most of the day today um, about Ad Fontes and about all the headlines that are coming up. Looks good for Trump. Um, I don't know if the lawfare is gonna affect him at all. What they're probably gonna do is they might try to get him out of office if they can get a conviction after he's elected. Um, you know it's not gonna stop here. No, they don't want Trump. They didn't want Bolsonaro. They didn't want uh, in Argentina. They don't want Malay. Uh, you know, in Hungary, they don't want Orban. Uh, they don't want anybody that uh, is gonna represent something other than global socialism. And postmodern doctrine. All right, it's it for us. Uh, episode 54, Tuesdays with Perry. Peace out.